you are allowed to believe that miracles are more than possible for you. Please do not think that your dreams are like too far away or they can't happen for somebody like you. That kind of thinking is immediately going to make you not be able to take the action step. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another beautiful week with another beautiful episode. And I have a feeling that you guys are going to like this one, especially if you are somebody that struggles with procrastination and self-sabotage, because we are going to be diving into it today. And maybe this episode, in fact, I'm really hoping this episode is going to make you feel a little bit better about yourself, but also allow you to separate yourself from the chemistry that's happening inside your brain that's causing you to procrastinate and self-sabotage. Because the reality is the thing that is going to make you feel the most trust within yourself and confidence within yourself is not feeling like everything is perfect all the time and that you're like perfect because you're human. So you're not perfect. Um, hate to break it to you. What's going to actually make you feel like you have the most trust with yourself is being able to keep your own promises. I feel like these days we don't give enough credit to the fact that healthy discipline is the thing that is that is like constantly driving your confidence forward. Of course, if you have massive wounds, like this is obvious guys, cause it's me. Of course, if you have massive wounds and you don't feel like you're enough and you feel like there's something inherently wrong with you, you feel like you aren't deserving of love, like X, Y, Z, of course, those things are going to, to, um, affect the foundation of confidence because we have to have a strong foundation of you feeling enough as a person. But what is the thing that continues to build somebody's confidence and keeps their confidence and keeps their self-trust and keeps that feeling of I've got my own back? And what that thing is, is literally following through with your word, doing what you said you would do not procrastinating all the time and showing up as a woman with commitment. I feel like these days, um, and you know, I'm not even necessarily these days. Sometimes what can happen is when a woman is going from being super in her hyper-masculine and then slowly moving over to being more in her feminine, which is a beautiful thing. She can lose the healthy masculine parts that keep her as a grounded, strong, embodied, powerful woman. And one of those things is discernment. Another one of those things is integrity. So when you say you're going to do something and then you don't go and do it, now granted, there's obviously always moments where it's like, don't go and do the thing, right? This is like, that would be the, the, the exception, not the rule though. I'm saying for the vast majority of cases, when you say you're going to do something, go and do it. If you constantly keep allowing yourself to be like, well, I don't feel like it anymore. Or, well, you know, my body's just saying no. Do you know what that does? It makes you lose respect for yourself. and Other people are going to lose respect for you too. That's where the line is drawn, where you go into like aloofness and where you actually go into that unhealthy feminine energy where you become so pigeonholed with I need to be like X, Y, and Z to be in my feminine. I got to be doing A, B, C all the time. And you lose the inner inner voice and inner uh, strength of your inner masculine. So you can be a feminine, graceful, strong, embodied, alluring, magnetic woman and still follow through with your word, 
still do things that you don't want to do because they suck to fucking do them, still have integrity, still have commitment. And all of those things are actually going to allow you to have more trust, more self-reliance, and other people are going to see you better than if you don't follow through, if you're changing your mind all the time, all that kind of thing. And I'm not saying don't change your mind with what you want to have for dinner, right? I'm not talking about those kinds of situations. I'm talking about the situations where you said to a friend that you were going to meet them out for dinner. Don't cancel because you quote unquote, don't feel like it. Sometimes I don't feel like it either. But a woman that has said we are going out for dinner is a woman that goes out to fucking dinner. Unless she is literally sick, she's going out to dinner. The woman that says, I'm signing this new employee, or I'm signing this new contractor, or I'm hiring this new person, or we're doing this thing. Once it's said, and once she's moving towards it, she doesn't let her fear then come in and control her, where then she goes flaky and doesn't follow through with the commitment. Because not only is it not not like a good look, more importantly, it's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling within yourself to sabotage or to break your word, right? You are breaking your word. You're not honoring what it is that you've said to that person. It doesn't make you feel like a good person. And granted, there's obviously always situations where like your intuition is screaming at you and you want to pull out or you found out some information that doesn't make you feel good anymore about hiring that person or you know, doing X, Y, Z job on your house, of course, listen to your intuition. But a woman that is embodied in her feminine energy and also is embodied in her healthy masculine energy can discern between intuition and fear. And if you've had an intuitive nudge towards something, and then all of a sudden you're now wanting to like pull out, you're finding things that like, oh, maybe it's not right. Maybe it's not this. Is that your intuition or is that fear? That is fear. Your intuition isn't like finding a million excuses. Your intuition is screaming at you. It is a full body no. Very simple. Your intuition doesn't need to give you a million reasons why and a million excuses. That's your head. That's your fear. That's you trying to validate not doing something that you actually want to do. So let's get into what's happening in your brain when a lot of this is going on and when you are getting into procrastination and self-sabotage. So procrastination, everyone, is it? And by the way, this is a great episode for men as well. We're all in the same boat in regards to this. So this is a great episode for the gentleman to listen to as well. So procrastination isn't just you being lazy, you not buying the ticket or booking a trip or making the investment isn't your intuition telling you something. It's actually, like I say before, it's actually the battle between your limbic system and your prefrontal cortex. Isn't it funny that you'll want to do something so badly and then not even fucking do it. And then you're angry at yourself when like the ticket sold out to the concert that you wanted to go to, or you see, you know, this beautiful trip that everyone's gone on and you wanted to go on the fucking trip too, but you didn't go Let's say, for example, you want to come to my immersion really, really badly, but you don't even do the simple part of emailing me a question because somewhere in your head, you think that if you ask a question, you're going to be forced to buy, but no one's actually forcing you to do anything because you're fully in control of yourself. You're actually keeping yourself in a self-abandonment loop 
by not taking a step into your curiosity. Now, that's just one example. Let me give you another example. You could really want to go out on a date with that guy or that woman that you just met, but you don't even reply to his or her texts for the next five hours because you're overthinking the whole situation. You're stressed about your workload. You're overthinking your workload. You're overthinking your outfits. You know, and what, and you're overthinking the fact of like, what if I don't even end up liking him? Blah, blah, blah. And then by the time you finally get the courage to reply saying, yes, would love to go out on the date with you, he or she is no longer available anymore because it took you three days to reply. So you keep yourself in this loop of intense procrastination and then self sabotage. Because your limbic system and your prefrontal cortex is literally fighting against each other. That's why you can sometimes feel, for those of you that are very in tune with your body, you might even literally be able to feel the push and pull that you have as these sensations in your body. So the limbic system is the most dominant part of the brain. It's the part of your brain that will tell every part of you to run from the dangerous situation. The prefrontal cortex is then the part of your brain where making decisions happens, right? It's the part of your brain that makes humans different from animals because external stimuli do not just control us. Now, because the limbic system, that really primal part of your brain is so much stronger than the prefrontal cortex, which is the decision-making part of your brain, it often ends up being the winner in different situations, kind of in that battle of which one should I do, leading to the procrastination, we feel like we are at war within our current self and our future self, like what we actually want to do. And that war, that feeling of that push and pull between your limbic system and your prefrontal cortex, that's what then causes and feels like that procrastination where, you ha- where you're procrastinating doing the thing. You're in between, you're in that gray area, which is never a vibe. It's not a good feeling being in that gray area. So you have the part of your brain that's focused on survival, feeding, reproduction, fight or flight response, caring for our children. Fight, that, that, that part of your brain is fighting against the part of your brain that's focused on executive function, which is thinking about conflicting thoughts, choosing between what's good and bad, right and wrong, the best option, what's the future consequence of doing something, working towards that defined goal, the predictions of not doing something or doing something, the expectation based based on your actions versus like what other people are going to be thinking about you and the social quote unquote control. So the social quote unquote control bit is about when you're able to push down an urge to do something that if not suppressed could lead to a socially detrimental outcome like cheating, for example. Doesn't mean people don't cheat, people still cheat, but you try and suppress it for as long as you can. So procrastination is your brain saying, I'd rather stay safe and give in to what feels good right now, aka comfort zone, over doing the hard thing and feeling good later. I want to repeat that to you guys. Procrastination is just your brain saying, I'd rather stay safe and give in to what feels really good right now, aka your comfort zone. Feels safe, feels easy, feels predictable. Us humans like what is predictable. You would rather feel this and stay here right now over doing the hard thing. And it's hard, not because it's actually necessarily hard. It's hard just because it feels hard because you're going outside your comfort zone into the unknown, which feels really scary. And so you would rather not do the hard thing, even though it will make you feel good later. 
You'd rather not change the habit. You'd rather not make the investment. You'd rather not go on the trip. You'd rather not go on the date. You'd rather not move cities. And it's not that you don't want to move cities. It's not that you don't want to go out on the date. Your heart is like, yeah, I want to do that. But you have the battle between these different parts of your brain because your limbic system is trying to keep you safe and in your comfort zone. And then your prefrontal cortex is all that executive functioning, decision-making, right or wrong, what's going to be the consequences or repercussions, whether they're good or bad, doing the thing, et cetera. Self-sabotage is rooted in unconscious distractions, right? And it's often rooted in unconscious distractions from what you actually want due to not feeling worthy, a lack of healthy masculine energy, which I can go to, go into, lack of self-trust, money trauma, whatever it is. But procrastination and self-sabotage, they really go so hand in hand and they're quite like a vicious cycle. So I should say a vicious couple, actually. They are coupled together very often, right? Self-sabotage is never without procrastination. And often when people are procrastinating all the time, you end up self-sabotaging on some things if you don't catch yourself. So let me go to the masculine energy piece, the piece that I said, because I also was kind of alluding to this in the beginning of the episode. So this goes for the gentlemen listening and also for the ladies listening. That masculine energy of doing the thing, even though you don't want to do it sometimes, the discernment, the direction, the execution, just that doing. We all need to be able to have a healthy relationship with being able to sit down and just fucking do the thing, even when we don't want to do it. Because the idea that you can just avoid doing the things that you don't want to do is not actually reasonable. You will eventually have to do them. And when we're procrastinating all on them all the time, we know that we'll eventually have to do it. But it's that whole thing of like, well, I'll wait to the last minute because then I don't have to decide between doing it and not doing it. Then I just have to do it. And that's why I've said to you guys before that one of the greatest things that you can do for breaking through a ceiling, whether it's in business, whether it's in love, whether it's in health, whether it's in any of your manifestations, if you want to break through a ceiling and you want to get to that next level, but you're finding it really challenging to do so, rip the bandaid off and do something really drastic and really scary where you are putting yourself in a different environment, the environment that you want to be in, because by putting yourself in that environment, and you've done that very quickly for yourself, now you get to just immediately change your energy. And because you're in a different environment, things are going to kind of change for you rather than you having to be the one to do all of the hard work. You still have to do, obviously, like you got to put effort into hard work. But for example, this is why it can be really helpful when you are stuck at a level in your business to invest with somebody and invest past an edge. Don't invest what you're comfortable with. Invest past an edge. Invest in something really expansive. And when you invest in that person, and that person, you know, not only is expansive in terms of the amount of money they make, I'm sure, but please also be expanded by people in other ways. God, I was actually writing an Instagram post about this the other day. I'm seeing this everywhere where, you know, a lot of business coaches and whatnot are basically just 
constantly sharing their income. Stripe screenshots, like invoices coming in, clients paid this much, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying don't do that because it is really expensive, of course, to be able to show people like how much money you can make. But what I'm saying to you is don't hire somebody solely on the basis of they make a lot of money because you don't know their cash flow. So you don't actually know whether they make a lot of money. You don't know whether they are really good at their job. Like, well, if you do know if they're really good at the job, separate. But if you're, if you haven't done the the due diligence and your homework on actually knowing whether they are really good at their job and can help you, don't hire them just because they seem to be making a lot of money. Okay. But nonetheless is when you hire somebody where they not only are expanding you in terms of money, but also what you can have in your life. So all of them is very expansive to you. You like hold yourself into that fire where you've like that investment has broken the ceiling for you. So now you get to just respond to your new environment around you rather than you having to like climb up one step of the ladder every day and tiptoe yourself there and feel like you, you know, you go one step forward, three steps back. When it comes to the healthy masculine energy, I've seen this in a lot of women, especially those recovering from being overly active in their masculine energy and those that are also recovering from burnout is I notice that women can sometimes uh, develop a really unhealthy relationship with their feminine, uh, sorry, their masculine, where they despise any kind of discipline, any structure, any direction, any discernment, any doing, any plans for the day. They become afraid and they become afraid because it's this thought of, and this feeling, and it definitely could be a somatic response for some of you, that if they start to have discipline again, have structure, have discernment, um, like push themselves a little bit sometimes that they are going to burn out or go into like hyper-masculine energy again, blah, blah, blah. And if you have that kind of relationship where you're afraid of like bringing in some of that healthy masculine because of your past, that is a really good indicator that you have still healing work to do. Because that tells me that you haven't healed your relationship with the masculine And that is essential as a woman for various reasons, as you guys know, but one of them is actually just for you to be able to be a successful woman and get through your days, whether it's successful in business or whether it's a successful mother, right? Because a mother needs structure and discipline and a plan for the day. And if you, if that literally causes you to feel stressed, you are diminishing the success that you could be feeling every single day because that masculine structure and discernment and direction is so helpful in being able to achieve a lot, get a lot done in your day, feel like you had a successful day, et cetera. And you also need to be able to discern when you need more of that masculine energy And then when you also can let that go for a little bit and just float around in your feminine, if you aren't able to pick and filter when it is necessary and appropriate to have more masculine energy and less masculine energy, you're making things a lot harder for yourself. So for those of you ladies that are like, holy shit, this is me. I really hope that you joined the uh, recent round of Queen Alchemy that we are at the beginning of starting right now, Queen Alchemy round number 13, because in that, and if you haven't, you can totally join the next round um, or send me a DM and you can uh, join one of my other programs in the meantime. Uh, sorry, send us an email. DMs just get lost. Email's better. Um, but part of 
being that woman that you want to be. Part of being her, as I say, part of being her is having a healthy relationship with your internal masculine and being able to not procrastinate, not self-sabotage, do the thing that you said that you were going to do, follow through, create structure, be discerning, like have a to-do list, execute on the to-do list and get over like, oh, I don't feel like it today. Too bad. You need to actually do the fucking thing. If you just listen to, oh, I don't feel like it today all the time, you are going to lose the trust within yourself. You aren't going to feel like you have your own back. You aren't going to feel like you could run a family or run a business because you don't trust yourself. You don't trust yourself to get things done. And then you leave it to the last minute. And then you're a ball of stress having a meltdown and being so angry with yourself. So can you see how you then self-sabotage by procrastinating? So you'll procrastinate on this thing. You don't have the masculine energy to power through and do it. And then you procrastinate and then you end up self-sabotaging because when it comes to last minute and you have to do it all, you're either scrambling to do it all and you do a shit job of it all. And then whatever it is that you're having to do, you have to either redo or you don't get the thing that you wanted to get or whatever it is, or you self-sabotage because you end up hating yourself. You end up going down a massive self-shame spiral because of the way that you're thinking about yourself and you think that you've let yourself down, which you kind of have, right? So healing that procrastination is vital for your self-confidence. Her is opening up next month uh, in April, which is a really great program for those of you that feel like you need to be able to learn how to do it all. And you do need to work on your procrastination, your time management, your healthy masculine energy. We actually do a lot of healthy masculine energy stuff in her, funnily enough. It's not all like feminine things by any means. I'm really excited to be able to do that program again. So join the wait list, the details and everything we'll put in the link below. The website page is there. On that note though, of what's coming up right now, uh, the feminine CEO is, well, it's always open, but the feminine CEO right now, if you join before the end of the month, again, the dates on the website page, if you join before the end of the month, you will be able to come to the new modules that I'm recording live. And obviously the benefit of doing this is that you get to share with me your questions and make sure you fully understand everything. And I can use your business and your questions as the example. So you get the most out of these new modules by joining before the end of the month so that you can then get as much of me as you can. Because when you join another time, you would obviously still get these modules, but you won't get them live and you won't get me live then helping you for these extra hours. So the feminine CEO is also open. Uh, embodiment of dating number two is also open again, which I'm really excited about as well. So all the links are below. You guys can read about the program pages on the website, but embodiment of dating number two is great for those of you that are in a relationship and you need help with creating healthy relationships, uh, fighting well, dealing through, t dealing with tiffs, dealing with different preferences, just kind of like those hard things in relationships that we don't get taught at it's in school. That's embodiment of dating number two. Okay. Jumping back in. So for the sake of becoming your future self, I want you, I want to invite you to get out of the loop of wanting to do something, but then not doing it and then feeling shit about yourself. And then the whole cycle of unworthiness and shame starting again. So the cycle of unworthiness is basically this cycle that I, that I made up where you literally, when you have this wound of feeling unworthy, 
you actually play through a cycle over and over and over and over again until you break it. And so let me let me quickly walk you guys through uh, this cycle of unworthiness. And I have a really great Instagram post as well that we can link below so that you can have a visual representation of the uh, graphic. It's on the last slide or towards the end. So like I said before, we are wired to make the easy choice, right? We have to remember that whatever is in our comfort zone is classified as safe and easy. And anything outside our comfort zone is literally sounding the alarm bells in your brain. And your amygdala literally sends out a signal of like danger, danger, Will Robinson, if you don't know, um, lost in space and that's what was that was the will robinson reference um but that danger danger will robinson will cause you then most of the time to make up some logical excuse as to why you cannot do the thing that you really really want to do so leading into that procrastination piece and that whole fight between the limbic system and the prefrontal cortex so the cycle of unworthiness keeps you very stuck when it comes to wanting more in your life or giving yourself permission to change or heal or have more, whatever it is, feel worthy. You have to feel worthy. It's all very well to say, I want X, Y, and Z, but do you actually feel worthy of these things? When it comes to your life, are you going to feel like you deserve it? When you invest in this thing, when you go on this trip, when you open your heart to love, are you going to feel like you can hold it? Or are you actually going to repel it because you don't feel like you are deserving or worthy of it. So a little journal prompt that I'll give you guys to be proactive is to ask yourself, why am I thinking it's better to wait? What are some of the things that you could start doing to be proactive in taking these steps before you get to the point of your whole world crumbling? Because behind the excuses of I don't have the money or I don't have the time is actually I don't value myself enough right now to put this as a priority and make it work. So your lack of self-worth is something that you obviously want to work on, that lack of lack of uh, worthiness, but it's also the very thing behind all of your excuses. So the cycle goes like this. You have a belief that you're unworthy. As a result, you obviously want to fix this belief, but you don't feel like you're worthy to spend money on yourself to heal this. Then as a result, you feel even worse about yourself because you just wish that you had the confidence, quote unquote, to fix it. The next thing, you have a coping mechanism or some kind of excuse that you default to as a way to self-soothe. So e.g., you know, like for example, telling yourself, I'll just do it later, or I don't have the time, or I don't have the money, or it's not a smart decision for me to do this. Then as a result, the next thing, you eventually hit rock bottom. And here, you can either break the cycle, ideally you break it before this though, or you further allow this to concrete that you are not enough not important, not deserving, quote unquote. And then either the cycle is broken here or beforehand, or you keep going into, you have the belief that you're unworthy, and then we start all over again. So that is the unworthiness cycle. It's so important that you fix that unworthiness cycle and that you break it with me so that you don't keep staying in this cycle of self-shame, self-pity, self-guilt with the procrastination and then the self-sabotage. So I gave you that journal prompt before that you guys can use. Why am I thinking it's better to wait? Another one is what makes me think it isn't valuable enough to dedicate time to? Remember, it will take you five minutes to send me a quick email or send the hotel a quick email or reply to the guy in the text. 
but not sending the email. You're actually wasting five hours of all the energy that you're draining, having this open loop and open tab in the back of your head. Think about it. It takes you five minutes to do something, but that open tab is draining. We all know the feeling of when you finally cross something off the list that's been on your list for three years and it's so fucking small and the relief that comes with that because that tab has been open and the longer the tab stays open, it's like the bigger it fucking gets and the more space it takes up in the back of your head. So when you learn to control your fear instead of having your fear control you, which shows up in that form of procrastination, self-sabotage, perfectionism, unworthiness, whatever, you become free of the past continuing into your future and continuing to hold you back. Let me just remind you, you know what you want to do. You know what's in your life, sorry, what you want in your life. You already know what you desire. And that does, it doesn't mean that you know the steps to take, but you know what you desire, what kind of life that you want for yourself. You're probably just not trusting it. You're probably just not trusting it and you're not trusting yourself. That self-discipline is so important in order for you to take action. And once you start taking action on that thing, it builds momentum. And once you start to build momentum, the energy starts flowing, the creative energy starts flowing, the vibes start going, the ideas start happening, things start flowing in, you start to feel magnetic and everything changes. But you have to start. I know the hardest part is getting started. I know the hardest part is just taking that fucking leap. But the difference between somebody that is going to get what you want and somebody that doesn't It's not whether they're worthy of it or not. The actual difference is who just did the thing. That's it. Literally who just did the thing. And it is obviously a vicious cycle when you lack that self-discipline and, and, um, and like doing the thing sitting in and not sitting in procrastination. It's a vicious cycle because the lack of decision-making causes you to miss out on what you want, then feel like you've let yourself down. And then comes that all too familiar feeling of self-abandonment, self-judgment, low confidence, disappointment, I don't have my own back, unsafety. I I another technical word is like insecurity, right? But I actually like to say to you guys, unsafety, because I don't want you to think insecurity and that like you're an insecure person. I actually want you to realize that you are lacking that feeling of security and of safety, right? So like unsafety is a better way for me to say it. So it gets the point across. So to wrap up, I want to give you guys five things to really solidify your next steps going forward. If this is you and if you need help, number one, get clear on how you are procrastinating. Number two, know what you want in your dream life. What do you want? What do you want in your relationships? What do you want in your health? What do you want in your business, your career, your love life, your family, your hobbies, get clear on it. Next thing, number three, break it down so that you just have to start with the first step. And don't worry about what happens after this step. Just focus on getting out of the gray area. Commit to the decision and take that first action. Next thing, set the mood, create a vibe, do whatever it is that you need to do to help yourself build a bit of momentum to actually take that action piece. And of course, trust yourself in taking that action. 
as well. And then once you've taken that action, please make sure that you celebrate yourself, that you give yourself a pat on the back, that you actually take a moment to be proud of yourself. A lot of us don't, we're not proud of ourselves. We don't give ourselves those little moments of like, I'm proud of me, go me. I do it all the time. Literally, like if I'm folding laundry, I'm in my head being like, I'm the fucking bitch. Like I'm the boss. (laughs) Like I think I'm so great for going into the laundry and doing it. I'm not joking because I don't like doing laundry. And that is something that could just sit there and not get done the whole week. So when I go and do the actual thing, I will make sure that I commend myself for it. Okay. Of course, remember as we sign off, that you are allowed to believe that miracles are more than possible for you. Please do not think that your dreams are like too far away or they can't happen for somebody like you. That kind of thinking is immediately going to make you not be able to take the action step. The beautiful thing is about the internet these days is that literally you can do anything that you want. There are no limits. Like, I'm sorry, the internet exists. There are no limits. There are no limits on the amount of money that you that you make. There's no limits on the courses that you can take. There's no limits on the career that you can have. Nothing. There really, really isn't. All right. And actually I was saying this to Olivia the other day. I kind of forgot about this and then I saw a reel about it. Just an FYI for anyone that needs to like make a little bit of money on the cash to then be able to like have the means to invest in whatever it is. There are so many ways that you can make money that don't require you to have a business. There's like these surveys out there where you can do like a few surveys every day and you make like a hundred dollars just doing those surveys. Well, you do that once a day for a week and that's $700, little things like that. Really epic. So make sure that if you're actually needing to get some more cash in, like have you really, really exhausted all options? I'm telling you right now, the answer is absolutely no. It's not. Just because you don't have the money in the bank or you don't have the money in your savings and you don't have anybody else that you can ask doesn't mean that you can't find a way to get resourceful. Trust, this comes comes back down to self-trust. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. And if you want something badly enough, you will always find a way to get it. So that is your nugget for today. I hope that you guys all loved this episode. Do not forget embodiment of dating number two is open. The feminine CEO, if you enroll before the end of the month, you'll get to be able to come to these live modules and get more of me live. And um, if you do want to come to my immersion, the tickets are reopening in March. Uh, So you can just join the wait list and that way you will be informed when they open so you won't miss out on grabbing uh, some of the last tickets that are left. All right. Okay. I will see you guys in the next episode. Have a lovely rest of your day.